Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. Welcome. Well, let's get to the biggest story of the week, of the year, of the decade. What? (laughs) You're kidding me. Uh, No, there was a huge cheating scandal on Vanderpump Rules. I got to touch on it briefly because it was definitely the biggest story uh, of the past few days, at least for me and all the fans of Vanderpump Rules. If if you're like me, you were on the Vanderpump Reddit boards. <laughs> I have never sleuthed so hard. And I'm grateful for the fellow sleuths in my life who find things for me that I don't have to look for. Yeah. And they willingly give me this information. It's it's a gift every time I get an email. So do you want to explain what Vanderpump uh, yes. what Vanderpump Rules is? Vanderpump Rules is a spin-off show of um, the Beverly Hills Housewives. It involves Lisa Vanderpump, former star, uh, and she owns a few restaurants in town, and one of them is called Sir Sexy Unique Restaurant. That's the name of the restaurant. Sir. I know. (laughs) And the restaurant is in the title. So people are like, Sir Restaurant. It's like, no, the restaurant is already there. And the Sir. (laughs) It's just Sir. Um, So... And I, I, I totally, someone had said something and I had forgotten. It was one of those spinoffs where you're watching Beverly Hills Housewives and then all of a sudden it turns into the new show and you didn't even realize it. Have you seen that before? Where the spinoff just starts, it bleeds right into the spinoff at some point. Because Sheena, who is a star of Vanderpump Rules, was on Beverly Hills Housewives because she fucked Brandy Glanville's husband, Eddie Cibrian, before Leanne Rhymes did. <laughs> so this story just start, started off very juicy. The first few seasons in particular are like reality TV gold. Uh, so if you wanted to watch it, you can just watch the first few seasons and get the idea of what's happening. Anyway, a longtime couple on the show, Tom Sandoval, who also now owns restaurants in LA or bars and restaurants, I guess, and his longtime girlfriend, Ariana Maddox, truly the only good and decent 100% star of the show and one of reality TV's best per- persons, people, because <laughs> she's actually like a legit human being, which yeah. is rare in reality TV. Even if they're enjoyable, you're kind of like, that's not a real person. And she has a lot of struggles that we all go through and she shares them on the show. He cheated on Ariana with fellow castmate Raquel Levis, who I just found out is real, real name is Rachel. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> That's also shocking because no one, you know, it's funny. I just watched her engagement to another cast member because these people do not fuck outside of the show. Yeah. And they've all fucked each other at some point or another. Uh, he proposed to her at Coachella, like the area, not not the actual concert. And he proposed to her under a banner that said Rachella. And I was Ugh. like, what the fuck is Rachella? 
And now I found out because I don't think I knew her name was really Rachel. She changed it to Raquel at some point. So they cheated. The internet literally blew up because no one, we hadn't had a good juicy story in a while. Yeah. Uh, it has a hashtag Scandoval. Tom Sandoval. Tom Scan. Now it's called the Scandoval. Yeah. Which is like, okay. I mean, that worked pretty easy. Um, so yeah, a lot of shit went down. They, um, it news broke. Uh, and he had a concert that night in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is where I get really uh, upset because Ariana is a is cool. She's been with this dork for almost ten years. No one knew why, but she gave him some cool cred because we're like, if Ariana likes her, he must be good to her. Like so, him. To f- for to, yeah, to find out that the, that he would cheat on Ariana is just a slap in the face to everyone, especially after she supported all his bullshit, including his midlife crisis cover band. Like she went to his shows. <laughs> I just feel like you don't screw someone like that over because yeah. that's hard to find. Right, someone who legitimately supports your your cover band. She went to Anaheim for she his went, <laughs> yeah. bar shows, and that's where she found out. She picked up his phone because he dropped it, and I guess it opened, or she was suspicious and looked, maybe, and found videos of Raquel like masturbating for him on like a FaceTime that he recorded. So Oof. who knows if he even got permission, right? That's a whole other level. And I have heard rumors that Raquel might be going down that route. There's a lot of rumors going around. Might be going down what route? That she never agreed to allow him to tape that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that she might be breaking ties because she hired a new publicity team. She used to have the same as Tom Sandoval, and now she has a new one. Uh, so she just fired her team and hired a new one. So that usually indicates maybe she doesn't want to be in line with him anymore going forward. Yeah. So the interesting thing is that season 10 has wrapped, but the reunion has not taped and will be taping in two weeks. <gasps> so all of this will be fresh uh, and probably more shit's going to come out in the next two weeks. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be one of the best reunions probably of all time. Because everyone's pissed on the show. People are taking hard sides. I don't think anyone's taking Tom's <laughs> side, at least publicly. Right. <laughs> um, probably his best friend Tom is. But, you know, there's some there's some actually uh, very chaotic people on this show. Lala, James Kennedy, who are activated right now and ready to throw down. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that. Tom has issued an apology to his business partners, but not to Ariana. Right, because he owns or co-owns or is an investor, whatever whatever he's been saying online. Yeah. But he at least has some stake in Schwartz and Sandys. Schwartz and Sandys and Tom Tom. And Tom Tom is... Uh, is uh, on Robertson, right? It's in WeHo somewhere, I it's, think, right it's in that. by Sir. Yeah, it's pretty close. Is it by where Java Detour used to be? <laughs> I don't know. It's just in that area. Rest in peace, Java Detour. If you remember Java Detour at the corner of Santa Monica and Robertson, rest yeah. in peace, Java Detour. I haven't been to Tom Tom, but I have thought of going for fun to one of those places, and I just never have because they're expensive and they're they're not Great. And I don't want to be in a crowded place. I bet the food sucks. Well, yeah, because what's it called? Schwartz and Sandy's? Terrible, stupid name. Yeah. Uh, They um, have more food items. And it's like the descriptions sound good, but I know they're not good. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
It sounds like good food. These aren't food people. No. So yeah, his statement was basically like, don't take it out on my business partners. Da 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 da. It's like you should have thought about them. You're so concerned about them, but not when you were getting your dick wet. Yeah. That's where you have the concern for right. people in your life that your bad behavior might affect. I mean, that's a classic uh, narcissist, right? right? They don't think of anyone until it's too late. And then they're, then they're all of a sudden thinking of everyone. But everyone's shocked because... Is it everyone's... Because I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, so everyone's shocked because he was seemingly like a sweet, dorky guy? I think, I think it's a few things. Uh, it's that that was a long-term couple on the show that sort of seemed... Uh, as couples broke up on the show, they were the ones that kept standing. Right. Uh, so it's that. It's that everyone really, truly loves Ariana on the show. Like, I don't think she has anyone but love who love her. Like, she doesn't have haters. Like, everyone else on the show has people... Who, are, who maybe are more divisive. Um, and yeah, I think the other thing is just the fact that Raquel has turned into this, like she was a, you know, this sort of dummy, Bambi eyed, whatever, um, and seemed kind of harmless. Yeah. But this season, she supposedly hooked up with Tom Schwartz, who just got divorced. Now that, that might be a cover for the actual affair that was happening between the other Tom and yeah. Raquel. So it's like, it's just a lot. Like I was with Rachel when the news broke and I was literally shaking. I, even when I was driving home, I was like, I was like, I need to pull over because I need to look at stuff right now. <laughs> like I can't be driving yeah. when this news is breaking. Yeah. This was like Trump COVID level almost for me. I was right. like, this is all I want to know about right now. And I was like, did probably the most deep diving this weekend than I have for a story in a very long time. Yeah. Now the other funny element to this is I didn't realize that Lala on the show had a makeup line and one of the eyeshadow palettes was based on Raquel and insult Lala threw at Raquel that kind of stuck with her early on was calling her a Bambi eyed bitch. Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm sorry. Raquel called Lala. No, Lala called Raquel a a Bambi-eyed bitch. Okay, so she, so she made a so Lala made a makeup palette based on that. So it's like deer, you know, deer colors. Like I feel browns. like you can't use an insult you made at somebody else to right. make a makeup palette. I feel like that should be for the person who was on the receiving end of the makeup palette. I think right? Raquel was in on it. Oh, so she was. It was. It was. It had become an honor. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they became friendly. Look, I don't know these people. At yeah, all. you don't know. Uh, that's fine. No, almost no one knows. But if you know, you know, <laughs> you're into it. But now that palette is on sale because Lala has slashed the price. <laughs> she no longer wants the Bambi-eyed bitch in her makeup line. Uh, so if you're interested in a taupey brown eyeshadow palette, limited run of questionable quality. If you have, if you want an eyeshadow pa- palette that has no morals. <laughs> This is the one for you. Okay. In other news, well, let's see. What do we have here? Oh, my goodness. This is from Huffington Post. They had a Frisbee dog go on to a basketball court at halftime as an entertainment uh, segment. You know how halftime shows that give you a little fucking show? Yeah. This dog was going to come on and catch Frisbees. What could be better than that? Well, I'll tell you. Because this dog decided not to catch Frisbees and decided to take a huge shit. (laughs) 
in the middle of the basketball court. <laughs> what, what, what game was this? This was on the floor of the Louisville's KFC Yum Center. Uh, so that's the University of Lu- Louisville. And they were playing Virginia Tech during this game. The Yum Center. You don't want to shit in your Yum Center. <laughs> you definitely do not. Now, there is video of this. Uh, you can find it on Twitter or probably elsewhere. So he did, to be fair, um, the dog did uh, finish some of his Frisbee catches before taking the shit. So he was done with work. Right. He wants to take his big shit. <laughs> jumping around, probably got those bowels moving, <laughs> pushing everything out. He doesn't fucking know. He's a dog. Of course he's going to shit on the floor. He got to go. That's so. Like, that's like in a school production of The Wizard of Oz when Toto shits on the stage. Yes, it's expected. It's you can't be a f- mad at the dog. No, he's just doing dog things. Yeah, he's doing dog things. He's doing dog things. Um, one person said maybe the dog was commenting on the University of Louisville's performance that season because they, they had bad? a really bad record and the dog was having none of it. So he took a big shit. Can we see a picture of the dog? Um, I don't kind know of if I have a... I think it's whatever. It's the type of dog that jumps and catches Frisbees. Like a golden Look retriever? Look at that. No, it's not a golden retriever. It's like an um, sh- uh, Australian sheep dog. Like one of those sheep <laughs> oh, dogs. he's cute. He's kind of cute. I, I mean, I would play the shit, but we can't really see it. So I'm not going to ta- torture you guys. Yeah. I know you want to see that log come out. Gross. <laughs> uh, so Yeah. So we we t- we did a dog story. You happy? <laughs> we finally did a dog story, but I do have a cat story. Oh, good. Just to make up for that, a cat has been credited with alerting rescuers about a man who fell down a waterfall. Now, this, this cat. Where's this from? This is from Yahoo. So you know it's it's good. Wait, what the fuck? Where'd the story go? I hate I hate these news sites where things pop up and down. Yeah, and you no longer know what the hell happened. Ugh, I have no idea where this story went. Anyway, I'll tell you. It's very short. So this man fell down a waterfall. The cat went back to the people who lived nearby and was howling, <gasps> meowing. And it was so intense that she, the cat led them back to the waterfall. And that's how they were able to see that this man had fallen down. He didn't obviously die, but he couldn't get up and no one could find him. Yeah. So the cat saved him. But I, my question is, did the, how did the cat know? Did the cat trip him? Like, did the cat, was the cat somehow involved in the accident? The cat was watching nearby. The cat was watching nearby. And then saw this accident happen and was like, I better do something. Yeah. So I'm so sorry. That story just disappeared though. What a hero. I can't, I can't bother looking for it. Um, Wait, where uh, was that? Where's this waterfall? I don't know because it doesn't say in the story and I don't remember. Somewhere. I want to say Niagara Falls, but that's, that's literally extreme. the only waterfall I know. <laughs> I'm sure it was a smaller waterfall. Yeah. I like waterfalls. They're cool. They're pretty. Um, so there wasn't much food news this week, but I did find one thing. Toblerone chocolate has to cut the Matterhorn logo off of its packaging due to Swiss laws. Now, I'm guessing uh, it's not made in Switzerland anymore. And they're like, get that Matterhorn off there. Because people are going to think that chocolate comes from Swiss, Switzerland. And it's false advertising. It's false advertising. So we all know the Toblerone uh, packaging. It's pretty iconic and has been that way my whole life, as far as I'm concerned. I don't like Toblerone. Uh, 
I do like it because I love biting those triangles off. I like the shape of it, but I don't like that it's milk chocolate. Yeah, I like milk chocolate. I'm fine with milk chocolate to a to a point. I prefer dark chocolate, but I'm I'll, I'll have some milk chocolate if it's if it's late at night and I have some edibles and there's a Toblerone sitting there. I'm gonna eat it. I like I'm, those little <laughs> nougat chucks. The little it's got like the um white nougat, right? Does it? Yeah, because that's that like that's that texture in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, they have to do this because Swiss laws pro- prohibit um, indicating that your thing was made in Switzerland when this is actually made in Slovakia. <gasps> they just switched the location of where they make this chocolate. So you will no longer see the Matterhorn. I didn't even know that was a real mountain. Wait, I thought it was what? just <laughs> I literally thought Desi. it was just a ride at Disneyland. You didn't know that that was <laughs> No, that the- I didn't. I did not I did not put two <laughs> and two together. I didn't. <laughs> it's a Swiss mountain. Well, look, you learn something new every day. And that's what I learned today. I truly thought it was a ride. That's Desi, it. <laughs> it's both. Well, well, it's no longer on Toblerone. Even maybe they can put the Disneyland ride version on the package. That's crazy. <laughs> this is like new levels of dumb bitchery. I'm, I mean, I might have known, but if you asked me, I would be like, I don't know, 100%. Disney invented it. You, you know? Okay, this is also food related. Now, we don't normally get into politics, but I feel like this is the perfect debate for us to have. Where's this? Is this food and wine also? No, it's from Delish. Oh, Delish. I love, I love Delish. Delish. Uh, so apparently there was a discourse in the past week or so. I vaguely saw, but had no idea how stupid it actually was. And uh, this is the fact that the President Biden and his wife went to dinner and people were outraged because they got the same dish at the restaurant. Did you see this? I did see this. It was, yeah, it was like, okay, was is there a slow news day? Yeah, there must have been a slow news day, but I thought we could talk about, personally, I'm fine with it because I want a whole dish and I want someone taking fucking half of it. If I want to have it myself, now it's one thing if you can agree on two dishes, but we've all been in the situation where you really want something, someone convinces you to share and their dish isn't as good (laughs) and then you have to give half of your excellent dish to them and it can be really disappointing. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, I mean, last night, all three of us at the house, we ordered the same thing. Right. Because we all wanted it. I don't think there's anything weird about that. I couldn't believe it was a controversy. Like when I found out what it was, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, maybe it would be weird if you do that every time because I do like sharing. We share all the time. Yeah, but but, that's, but when Desi and I go out, Desi and I confer with each other sometimes weeks <laughs> in advance. Oftentimes. And we confer what are, what's our menu plan? What are we going to get off this menu so that we can have the maximum amount of bites of things. Right. And we have to consider things like um, make sure there's no alcohol and like, cause then we have to change our desserts. Right. Like if we want to share them. Right. Cause when Desi goes out with me and we like to share everything, we have to ask the, the server, is there alcohol in this? Cause I can't have it. Yeah. And that will, we have to adjust and we don't want to do that on the spot. No. We need to do it in advance. We need to do it in advance. <laughs> and also, like, is do we want a green? Do we need, like, a salad thing? Maybe we're not in the mood for something. Do we want a cream sauce? Well, if we get it something with the cream sauce, then we need something... Lighter. Uh, ...more acidic also. Yes. So I'm all for sharing 
And I'm all for getting what you want. Right. And if you want a whole plate, I think they got like a um, pasta with sausage, like that kind of dish. Maybe that was the best pasta on the menu. It is what they're famous for, this restaurant. So what? Okay. This this is like purely political, I think. It's like people looking for things to get mad about. It's like, this is nothing. Please seek help. There are so many legitimate things to be upset about, but not this. Now, I saw this story and I was... I was going to do it and then I was not going to do it. But then I saw that they actually had a picture. So I have to just comment on on it. The Mexican president posted a photo of what he claims is an elf. Okay. (laughs) I had this, I had this story. I had this story for last week and I didn't get to it because I had so many stories. You had a lot of stories, but I want to talk about this. Where's this out of? AP. Okay. So this the, is, he tweeted this. He posted a photo on social media showing what he said appeared to be a mythological woodland spirit, which is similar to an elf. Uh, this is president is Andre Lopez Ob- Obrador. Uh, he didn't, he was not joking when he posted this photo of this uh, mischievous woodland spirit. Um, and the photo is quite frightening. Did you see the photo? Yeah. It's haunting. This is when I saw this thing, I was like, okay, I need to see this dumb elf. Like, remember the leprechaun hand drawing that someone did yes, when they saw yes, a leprechaun? Yes. I thought it was going to be that level. No, this does not look like um, a, a cheerful woodland sprite. This is a scary fucking monster. Don't come at me, elf. I don't, I'm not in the mood <laughs> to get attacked or haunted or whatever you do. That's no Keebler elf. That this is, is scary. It's a monster. This is like it's Babadook. Really, it's so frightening. It looks like out of a horror movie. So he, so the Mexican president tweeted, what, what did his tweet say? I'm trying to see if I can see the actual tweet. Cause I had the tweet embedded in the story when I had it up, but I don't have it anymore. But he, it, it was a- oh, it was. He wrote the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer. It appears to be an Alux. Uh, everything is mystical, so I guess Alux or uh, maybe Aluxe is a different way of saying it, or maybe that's how you say it in Spanish or whatever. Um, so it is a nighttime photo. It's the thing is in a tree. <laughs> There's branches around it, and it looks like a halo of hair. There's a star. The eyes are kind of glowy. I mean, I would love to see, like, what this is, right? Because you know how you see something, and the next day you're like, that was actually just a rag hanging over a branch with two bottle caps or something, right? Right, right. Sometimes that can happen. Or maybe it really is um, a Sprite. Has he commented on this since? I didn't see any new... Did he ever clarify, like, what... What's going on here? No, I didn't see... This is the latest story I saw. Like, I always try to get the most recent version, and I didn't see anything else. I I, lo- I wish our president was treating a, tweeting pictures like this. Me too. This would be so interesting. It would be. I would love love if that's what we had to deal with. Right. Just pictures of elves or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, my last story. A man is in court. This is from the mirror, so... Mm. You know it's juicy. So you know it's legitimate. <laughs> it's legitimate and very good. He went to court for having sex with wife on a bollard to get revenge on his neighbor due to a parking dispute. Wait, what's a bollard? I looked it up. You know when there's like those cement pillars to stop traffic from going into a wa- a walking area? Yeah. It's one of those um it's one of those things. It's so, one of those cement pillars. So he had sex up against that? Well, we're going to hear. 
So he was in a fight with his neighbor about their parking spaces, which I think were behind these bollards. Uh, He parked his vehicle and his camper van in his neighbor's parking space, and they had like a little fight about it. Um, So this is a residential cul-de-sac. A lot of the neighbors have difficulty parking in this area. So they have their their spaces and no one can take them or then they're screwed because they have nowhere to park. So this guy parked his camper van in his neighbor's space. So his car was in his space, which was legitimate. And this led to this huge fight and tons of arguments after he did this. He said the neighbor then installed CCTV to overlook the area as the bullard was pushed over on multiple occasions. The court heard that after 11 p.m. on October 26, he gestured to his wife to come over to the parking bullard where the couple then had sex in view of the camera. He also masturbated in front of the camera before that happened, and then he gestured um, for the wife to come over. Uh, and this is like a whole performance. Oh yeah. Cause they knew the camera was there. Right. And they're looking right at it. Get he's, he's getting his dick sucked Damn. looking at the camera. Like, yeah, I'm sh- I'm going to show you. So he knew that the neighbor would see. Yes. Cause he was monitoring the he parking situation. He was monitoring the parking situation and the neighbor was going to give him a show. And was right? the wife in on this? Well, I believe so. Cause wouldn't she have been like, what? I'm not. Blowing you by the bullards? <laughs> what, what are you doing? You have to be really mad at someone to do this. Yeah. So this was his attempt. Um, oh, he did this the same night the neighbor's husband had to be taken to the hospital too. So it's extra gross. Uh, and he, this was his attempt to uh, humiliate her. I mean, he humiliated himself. Wait, was it the neighbor's wife? Or was it? No, they, no, 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 no. They were in a, they were a couple fucking. They were a I couple. Just, I just don't get like why you think this would make them mad or be. In- I think it's because she was older and maybe would embarrass her to see it kind of thing. Oh, the neighbor's a woman. Yes. So she would be scandalized. She'd be scandalized by seeing the sex act. It just feels like more of an own on the couple. Oh, it absolutely. You're correct. I mean, you guys fucked outside to get back at your neighbor. When you should not be in her parking space. Yeah. Like leave her fucking parking space alone. Go fuck on another bullard. Get a job. (laughs) Get Get a job and a life. So... Now he's worried, this guy, because now he is embarrassed by his actions and he's had to place his home for sale um, because of the incident. Because his other neighbors are like, you're gross. Yeah. He also expressed concern that a copy of the footage still exists and he worries about what could happen to the video. Oh, well, now the tables have turned. Now the tables have turned. <laughs> now she can humiliate you publicly, but she probably won't because she's a nice person. He did not think any of this through. He does claim that he didn't know the cameras were there, but he was doing it right in front of the camera and looking at the camera. So I don't know if I buy his story. Why couldn't he have just left a dog turd in her spot? Look, we just read a story about that that happened in a town that you mispronounced, someone corrected us and I can't remember which one it was. But I have to say, a lot of times you read a town in the UK, there's consonants there that they don't use, but they're still there. (laughs) So we just read it as it's written. Yeah. And oftentimes we're wrong. We're mostly wrong. Yeah. uh, There's a lot of places, there's a lot of little towns in the UK uh, that have, have 
hard hard to say names. Yeah. And we don't know them all. No. But we would love to come to your country. You could uh, show us all those little towns. Yeah. Tell us how to say them. We'd love to see it. I want to go to the English countryside. They got all those things like... There's always like Stratford on the <laughs> like. There's always like three. They'll have three words in a town name. They don't care, right? Uh, it's like a fucking sentence. It's sometimes like the town. <laughs> the town name is a sentence, and it sounds made up. Yeah, I love it. I was actually looking. This is how this would be fun because I think our listeners would enjoy this. If we do our shows in the UK, which I definitely feel like we're going to do, because we have a lot of listeners in the UK. We're absolutely going to the UK. Yeah. And I was like, I'll I'll drive us um, from London to Galway, and we'll be on the opposite side of the street driving. <laughs> you're, you're driving, by the way. Yeah. When I'll we drive. go, you're driving. Because I was like, that would be fun to drive all that way. It's only, it's only like driving from here to San Francisco. Like it's not like super long. Yeah. But we would be able to see all those cute little towns and we could stop midway in um, like Manchester and Liverpool, mm-hmm. which we also have listeners in. Yeah. So that could be a midway stop and I would want to go there. Right. Because I'm, you know, I grew up very goth. And like into that alternative <laughs> Manchester scene. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. Definitely. So I was like looking, I was literally, I was like, and then how do we fly over to Dublin where we have a ton of listeners too? It would be so fun. And Glasgow. Well, that's what I said. London to Glasgow. Right. We could drive direct because they're on the same island. Yes. But, yes. Um, but then we go... We, get we have a, to fly over to Dublin. We got to get over to Ireland. Yeah. So I was really excited because I was like, this could be uh, some real hijinks on our part. Oh, my God. <laughs> Driving through these towns, having like a cow in the middle of the road. Like just whatever. <laughs> little is, adventure trip between is, us would be the dumb bitch heaven. This, Everyone would love it. This is hijinks. No, it would be absolute hijinks. British hijinks. Us. We would be banned from the country. <laughs> No, I we, know. we'd cause a scene. That's my that's like my fantasy that it's some kind of travelogue show that's just off the rails. Hilarious. And I love that neither of us have even been to England. No, but I'm already planning my drive yeah. from London to Galway. But it would be a new experience for both of us. I think so it would that be would really be fun to do the drive. Yeah. We'd we'll figure it. it out. We can, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll as, figure it as out. Long <laughs> as, you dri- as long as you're driving the whole way, I'm fine. I mean, I'll probably be scared at first, but I, I, I'll i probably have to... My 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 thinking is that I'm going to be like, not that right side, not that side, not that side the whole time How do people until do I figure it? it out. How do they do it? Not people who are born and raised there. I just mean like Americans. Like, Well, I'm guessing once you get on like a freeway, it's very easy because you just stay there. Yeah. But it's probably hard when you're navigating smaller. We're going to be going around that roundabout. We're going to go... I know how to use a roundabout. <laughs> we got them here now. Very, very sporadically. They're You'll like see a around. little baby ones. Yeah. I know. I'll probably be terrified. I'll be white knuckled. Yeah. And then we'll get off to our stop and I'll be pounding uh, beers or right. whatever libations are available to me because I'll, I'll be so fucking... Uh, stressed from the drive, but I still think it'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We should take a break. Let's take a break. Oh, sorry. Let's take a break. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. I cannot believe the show that we have been watching at this house. I I can't believe it either because I told you guys you might like it because I had recently restarted it and you're like Brendan is was not interested. Well, guess who? <laughs> guess who likes the show even more than I do, Brendan? I couldn't believe it. Brendan's officially a Grey's Anatomy stan. Yes, he loves it. And I mean, I've okay, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen it before. We were both joking to each other that the only thing that we knew about it is that there was someone named McDreamy. Yes. And that I don't remember. That was it. We were like, we know there's somebody named McDreamy on the show. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey. It's Patrick Dempsey. And I was and I said to him, I was like, I feel like there's also someone named McSteamy. Yes. And there is. Yeah. Did I he was, come on yet? He has. Yeah. Okay. He's really hot. Uh, he was married to Rebecca Gayhart. They might still be married. Oh, that's Rebecca Gayhart's husband. Yes, the one they the had threesome. the scandalous threesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, here's something though. A new cast member has arrived on the scene, and both of us agreed it is so distracting. Who? Che Diaz. <laughs> oh, Sarah Ramirez. Sarah Ramirez, who is a fine actor. Yeah. But it is so distracting watching them 
when they come on the screen because all I can think about is that's Che Diaz. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but I do, I am enjoying the show. You know who I don't like? George. You don't? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I think he's funny. He's, he's so pathetic. He's so pathetic. He gets, <laughs> he gets on my nerves. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I, I just kind of like, I was thinking about, it. I know he was like, he's a harmless character. He doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But I just was like, oh, come on. Like, get old. Like, just like I would get so frustrated with him. He's a little pathetic. He's a little, I wish he was like a smidge less pathetic and then I could handle him. It, it makes me uncomfortable sometimes, though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're in the heart of the show. Okay. Because the early seasons are really good. Yeah. Um, and you're you're definitely approaching probably their most famous storyline. I also did not watch this show when it first came out. In fact, I watched it after I think season four yeah. had aired. I went back and binged the first four seasons and I was like, this is good. Cause I had probably rejected it. Like I'm not watching that shit. Like right. whatever. Yeah. Like, Cause I wasn't like an ER girl. No, I didn't really typically watch those kind of procedurals. I mean, like a medical one. The one medical show that I was a super hardcore stan of was House MD. Well, the, yes, but that's different. It's different because it's it's more than a, it's more of an acerbic show because of him, his character. Yeah, uh, kind of made me like it more. That's how I got into it. Was because also because the cases were insane. I need to rewatch House. It's because so good. I love him. I, I just love him. I watched it. When it was on, like every week, like I was so into it. But then we did a rewatch of it like two years ago, and it's still just as good. It's a great show. It's so good. It's it should be always mentioned in the great show. It really list. should because it's so good. It's so good, and it's like it's one. Of, it's like it is his performance is up there with like a James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano. Like it's iconic. No one else could have played the role like no, he did. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's perfect. He is perfect in this role. It's crazy. And for a show to be... It was a network show that came out, like, two years before the boom of the golden age of television. Right. Right? But it really stood its own amongst all of these shows coming out on cable that were, like, Mad Men came out and, right. and whatever, and Dexter and all these other shows that started coming out after House had been on for like two seasons or whatever, but it really held its own. Oh my amidst God. Amidst that. And it has like so many classic elements of a good show. It has like a opposite best friend situation that just works. The odd couple. The odd couple best friends. It has the um, slow burn love interest yeah. where they hate each other kind borderline, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like finally going to happen and they nailed the landing on yeah. that because oftentimes that does not work. No, they nailed it. They nailed it. And they had the... Um, and they had the other side characters who were interesting as well with oh, interesting storylines. Everything, everything on the show was great. Yeah. The stories were good. It always worked, even though it had a formula, it never felt formulaic. It never felt stale. And and also the emotional storylines were really good. Like the drama was really it good. It was a really well done show. I love it. I can hear the um, theme song in my head. The Massive Attack yeah. theme song. <laughs> it's a, such a good show. Um, it's really good. So I'm glad you're finally watching Grey's Anatomy. Uh, it's definitely a show where I'm kind of like, should I recommend it or not? Because it's like, technically, I know there's it's a, it's cringy. It has cringy elements. It's de- okay, it's 
It's totally cringy, but I'm enjoying it. It's very comforting to watch at night before bed. Yes. I one thing I noticed is like the narration is so cheesy. Like Meredith Gray's narration in at the top and at the bottom of every episode. It's like Everything wraps up. It's like an even cheesier Carrie Bradshaw nar- yeah, totally. <laughs> narrating the show. She even has this a similar cadence to Carrie Bradshaw when she's narrating. Right. But I'm enjoying it. The perf- you got to kind of just sink into the cringe yeah. with a show like this. It's like, okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because it is worth watching. It's a well, really well done show. The acting is great. Sandra Oh is really good she's on amazing. it. She's amazing. Um, you still have Isaiah Washington. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to be on for very much longer. He's not going to be on for much longer, but he's good when he's on. Like yeah. These characters are compelling and very well-written. Uh, they're all three-dimensional. Like They have depth to them. Yeah. And the the um, guest actors who come on for the cases are often really good, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been fun um, watching that, especially since I'm so... It was a show I just never had any interest in. And it has a ton of episodes. So yeah. you're going to be good to go as long as you want. <laughs> yeah. And I can drop out whenever I want. Absolutely. If I want to. But you'll get through these four seasons and be very happy. Because yeah. it's it's peak soap opera. You're going to love it. It's definitely soapy. Um, I started re-watching Twin Peaks the other night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have That's no idea. Interesting. It just I saw it on Paramount. Plus, one of our favorite applications, streaming apps. Paramount Plus has at this point surpassed Discovery Plus for what I watch the most. It has a lot of good old shows. Yeah. uh, And new stuff, too. Um, Are are you still watching Criminal Minds? I have. I've stopped. I I had a little break. Because I, I, I was really busy the past week or two. Yeah. And I just haven't truly watched that much television to begin with. Yeah. Um, so I am, I'm going to get back on it though, for sure. And then what else? I feel like I watched something else. No, I mean, I'm still watching Last of Us. Did not watch last night. I didn't yet. either. Uh, and I feel like I watched something else, but I don't really remember. But yeah, we should, we should find another show to watch together. Oh, what, I, I, gonna, Vanderpump Rules. I, I'm watching that. I can't get it. It's too many seasons. It's too many seasons. Um, even though I'm like watching Grey's Anatomy, but it's different when it's reality TV because there's like lore with reality TV. I just, I don't know. It's different. I have so many reality shows. I, I have so many reality shows to catch up on. I only now catch up on ones I already started. Yeah. Like to start a new one. I can't start a new. Like I'm not doing Below Deck. I'm not doing Summer House or Winter House. Any of the houses. I've never watched in the, any of those, and I don't need to start because I have ones I haven't finished still. Yeah. Like series. So I can't. I, I'm just, I'm completely not doing Below Deck or Summer House. I Winter tried House. Below Deck. <laughs> I, I think I, I was, no, I didn't, I don't even think I watched a single episode of Below Deck, but I considered it because when, like a couple of years ago, when it was getting real hot, and I just realized, I'm like, I can't do this to myself. Like I watch so much reality TV. This is like unsustainable. I can't do it. It's too, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Especially when you're in 90 Day Fiance. Those are very long episodes. That's such a commitment. It is such a commitment to be a 90 Day Fiance stand. There's never a time off. They don't have time off from from the franchise. Right. And that's typically where you'd pick up another show. No, but as soon as one 
piece of the franchise ends, the next week the new the new piece of the franchise begins. Yeah. It's That's crazy. why it's overwhelming to start. You, sh- you so have many. to watch the other way. I'm going to watch it. This season is so good. I just need to start it. You need to start it soon because you'll be caught up quickly. And if, the longer you wait, then it's going to be like we're on episode six already. Okay. So we're, I'll, you got to start it. I'll make it my new treadmill show. Yeah. Watch it and watch Criminal Minds. Yes. There's, a, there's just so much good TV. It's like... We need in a second lifetime. <laughs> and I've watched most of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't watched The Last... The Last of Us has become like this emotional fucking journey every Sunday where I'm just like, ugh, am I going to cry this week again? Yeah. Not that it's not a good show. It's just like... Are you in the mood for Do I have that? the energy right now? Yeah. Like we recorded last night until 11.30 p.m. I did not have it in me to put on that show. Also, it's not a late, late night show for me. No. I need to pay attention Yeah, for, to that show. I do too. Late night is for me where a show I've seen before or don't have to pay attention to. Um, I don't know what else I'm watching. Yeah. I'm too busy. That's okay. What about eating? Uh, chocolate babka. Oh, did you finish it? No, I didn't finish the chocolate babka, but we got a chocolate babka from Trader Joe's. One of the best quality store-bought baked goods you can get, in my opinion. I don't really love store-bought um, baked stuff. Yeah. Not, not typically a fan. Like packaged baked stuff. Yeah, because they're not... They can't possibly be fresh. Right. Right? Like, right. it's impossible. Right. Um, but this one's truly pretty good. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's good. So go try it. Um, I went kind of buck wild at Trader Joe's. Yeah. To be honest, I got, I, I got more of that bread cheese. Love it. I got, um, I love those non crackers, those garlic non crackers. What do you do with them? Do you dip them? You can just eat them plain. Just plain. They're good. Like they're, a pita chip. They're buttery. Ooh. They're kind of like a, they're like a club cracker almost. Ooh. We know, I know exactly what you're talking about. But they're about. shaped like a little non. Yeah. I've, I've probably had them. I just they're don't good. remember. Yeah. What else did I get from TJ's that I was like, wow, that's delicious? I got a bunch of stuff that, like, you know when you go through the frozen food aisle and you're like, well, I need that. Oh, yeah. You know what's really good there that I buy all the time because it's, it's relatively, like, healthy is the, um, it's the um, paneer with spinach. Yes, I love that. It's love really that. good that. What's I used a, to get that all the time. I always have that in my freezer because it's like you pop it in the microwave for like whatever, four minutes. Yeah, it's really good. And it's just tasty. Yeah. Like, it tastes fucking good. And the cheese is really good in it. I like that. Um, I used to get that a lot. I got I got some fucking frozen blintzes. I bought them there before. They're really good. I know they're good because I've had them a long <laughs> I had them a long time ago. I don't know when I'm gonna eat them, but I, I had to get them because I was craving blintzes recently for some reason. No, their frozen foods are really good. But uh you have to find did you see the corn ribs? What is going on with these <laughs> corn ribs? I okay, because I saw somebody post about them on Twitter. And it's such a Trader Joe's item where they're just like, like we talked about last week, how they really try. They really go go out all out there. They're one of the most experimental food <laughs> companies around. They're gonna, they'll fucking, they, they're someone is like, it's like they have this idea where it's like the ribs, no cob, 
Right. Like, that, what, like where's the cobs? What are you doing with the cobs? Right. Because usually it's like something you have a use for one part and then you're finding a use for the other part, right? No. But why does anyone want these ribs? It's just the corn kernels sliced in such a way that the kernels are sticking together. So they're like these strips of corn kernels and they're in the frozen food section and they're called corn ribs. And they're bent. They're twisted. How do they make them like that? I would watch, you know, like remember Sesame Street had those little uh, factory tours. I want to see how corn ribs, I would want to sit in meetings at Trader Joe's. I would honestly work at Trader Joe's as a food developer if I could land that job. That would be such a good job. Wouldn't that be fun? Such a good job. You could just come up with shit and they'll make it. They will make it. They'll try anything. Let's try this. Pumpkin spice hummus. I don't know. (laughs) We already got the pumpkin spice because we're using it for all the other shit. Put it in the hummus. Put it in the hummus. They probably actually have that. Yeah. Um, but they they really always have something new. I like reading the Fearless Flyer. I've often <laughs> fantasized about writing that. I was like, I would love to have the job writing these little descriptions of the food. It would be really fun. <laughs> the fucking Fearless Flyer. Oh, when I take that and sit down and read it, I'm like, you are truly a piece of work. <laughs> Like, wow. What are you doing? You... Enjoying reading the Fearless Flyer? Like, ooh, what what they got new? Ooh, right. Let me read about this. New what's the what's the tea? <laughs> what's the tea? What's the and tea? it's like the oldie timey little uh, clip arts. Yeah. I love the Fearless Flyer. It's... No, I love Trader Joe's. I need to know more about this company. I just need to know is corn ribs that's new. This is new, right? This is new. But people are talking about it. I posted a picture of it because I do find this food truly satanic. Yeah. Because I'm like, why is it so disturbing? It's disturbing. I don't know why it's so disturbing because it's unnatural. It is unholy. It's unnatural. <laughs> I I don't understand how they made it. I'm Googling this right now. I also now. don't know why you would need that. You want to hold corn in a stick and eat it? Like... I just don't like corn is already a food that's perfectly made to have as a finger food. A corny review of Trader Joe's corn ribs. This is from sporked.com. If you're on TikTok, you've definitely seen these viral corn ribs all over your for you page. For those of you who aren't, corn ribs are essentially slivers of corn on the cob that you eat like a rib. These aren't (laughs) particularly appealing to me, but people seem to love them. And as is the case with so many viral food trends. Trader Joe's really recently released its own rendition. So this was before. Oh, oh. This, so the the cob is still there, and you're eating it like a rib. So at the end, you still have a long strip of cob, but it's not an entire piece of corn. Okay, this is weird. What is this? I want to know how they're made. I need to know everything about corn ribs because if it's saying you eat it like a rib, that makes me think there's like the bone, right? Yeah. They're made with lots of butter and salt. Mm, Okay, that part is good. The ribs taste good, but in the way that corn on the cob generally tastes good. They're harder to eat than regular corn on the cob. They're made for Trader Joe's in Italy, a place I don't immediately think of when I think of corn on the cob. I need to see them more up close. They are on part of the cob. So you do have to just eat the corn and throw the cob part away. So they're on a cob strip. So it's like basically like they bisected a corn on the cob with like a bone saw or something. I just don't see how this is easier. Why not just get make corn on the cob? It's like a mini corn on the cob. It's a mini corn on the cob. Uh, Someone on Reddit said, the corn ribs, the experience is 
the thing. Explanation in the comments. This doesn't look good. Look at this picture. It looks gross. I don't need an experience of eating corn. (laughs) (laughs) I have many experiences. People are talking about, well, you got to do it in the air fryer. That's that's literally what, if you mention any food, people will say you got to try it in the air fryer. Right. Because I, I, I have an air fryer. I like it, but I'm not that person. No, but people always <laughs> people always bring up the air fryer when it's like something that's not that good. They're like, well, have you tried it in the air fryer yet? It's like, no, I have not. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> air fryer Frank. Somebody said, you are so right about the experience. I just had these for the first time tonight myself. An A plus on the eating experience. It really is like eating a rib. And different from eating regular corn on the cob. I did air fryer for a few minutes longer than suggested to get it really crispy. These people need to get out more. This is the highlight of your life, eating an air fryer corn rib. I, like, I don't get what th- people talking about this is the experience. This is why social media influence is ruining our culture. Because <laughs> people are literally like, I, I also going to do the air fryer corn rib experience. Like everyone has to try it. And it's like, yeah, some of it, it is good. And I have done recipes from online or TikTok. I just don't get it. Why? Yeah, I don't get why you have why? to do this. Why does it have to be like a fourth of a piece a cob of corn? I've why? just never had any trouble eating corn on the cob. You get those little cute cob things you stick in the sides. It's super easy to eat. I just don't get the point of these. Also, I don't particularly like too well done corn. Do you know what I mean? No. I, I like a little char maybe on my corn. But I like it juiciness. I like it juicy too. I don't want it dried out. I don't no. like that. No. If I want dry corn, I'll eat popcorn. They're deranged looking. This looks like a... It looks like a, some kind of alien tentacle. It looks even worse the one you showed me that was half eaten. Because then you see this dried out cob that looks like... It does look kind of like uh, cartilage. It's gross. Corn ribs, duck, and waffle. It's a little food trend that I do not support. It just looks deranged. Like, look at that. I don't get it. I don't get the corn I, ribs. I, 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 really... bet we, I bet we have some corn ribs heads. <laughs> this is a psyop. <laughs> it is a psyop. This is a total fucking is. psyop. Look, I, I will try to try these. I think, I think we should get them and do a fun little segment. I think we should get a bag of these the next time we're at TJ's and we should make them. Yeah. I try to make the best version we can. So, no, I love going to Trader Joe's. It's always an adventure. <laughs> wow. I love that that's the highlight of both of our weeks, culinarily speaking. I really didn't eat anything that interesting this week except for that chocolate babka. I didn't either. I was supposed to make... Palmiers, but I just was too busy. So I'm going to try to do it this week. I haven't made one single thing from the French food cooking discord. Well, we've only done two. So maybe we could try doing the I dough literally, together. I literally have not had time to do jack shit but no. work this week. I, I mean, same. I, I was like, sorry, I had to write the episode. I can't like... But I, I, love, out of time. I love seeing other people make it. I like seeing it and I like her, hearing the mistakes. It's getting like me really tips. inspired. Yeah, I'm going to do the palmiers because I want to try the dough for sure. I've always wanted to learn how to make that. And to then, laminate a dough. I'm actually, everyone seemed to do the lamination. There is a um, rough puff pastry dough by Claire Soffitz that's right. slightly easier. Because you grate the butter. I'm going to try that just to have a different version up on the um, the French food club. Okay. On Discord. I'm hungry now. I, need, I know. I need to eat lunch. We okay. just had a big workout. Bye. Bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 